0: First question will be Mike Reese, followed by Ben Volen Yeah, I, before I ask, I just want to ask if there's anything you want to say
1: uh, before you get any questions. Uh, no, nah, man, I, uh, I've, I've been thinking a lot the last couple of days and um, I've had so many different emotions of being angry, being sad. Um, uh, a lot of it has is, is really been what I try to talk to young kids about is I've been, I've felt very hopeless and um, I don't have a statement, like I don't have anything powerful. Um, it's just been just very disheartening. Um, just watching things transpire, watching lives still be lost. Um, and it's not just police brutality, like it's just everything we deal with, even, you know, like today I'm going to come on here, you guys and ask me questions and it's going to be about you know my opinions on different things, but I just feel like overall, until uh, uh, people turn on different things and we watch that, and we all have that same outlook of like, man, like what is going on? Like this is heartbreaking. This is terrible. Um, it, it just doesn't matter, man. And, uh, I've just felt very hopeless the last couple of days.
0: Sorry to hear that. Um, I, is it hard to come to work? And do you almost feel like practicing? It's it's. Almost like secondary to what the
1: just secondary area. I mean, everything is. I think, you know, I think everybody in this locker room has so many different thoughts and feelings and going on. And, um, but I, I also don't know if we, if we don't practice one day but go back to practicing the next day. Um, I don't, I don't know what that really accomplishes. I don't know, um, what will be done. I'm a guy who's, you know, I've done a lot of this work over the last couple of years. I've studied things. I've tried to do different things. Um, And I know we could take a whole day off and we could talk about a bunch of different things. Um, We have talked as a team, like we've done all that stuff. Like it, it just hasn't mattered, you know, and, you know, obviously football distracts people from that. Um, but if there was no football like I don't think people still gonna care about black and brown people in our country like I just don't think that'll be the result of it. so like I said, like I, I've been a loss of what to do, what not to do, what is acceptable. um it was powerful seeing the NBA, all those guys not play, but does it really matter if they go and play then it like i don't I don't know and I'm not saying they're wrong. I just I'm just being honest with you like I don't know I don't have those answers. I don't know what's. What's the right thing to do Um, It's just—it's just it's just been it's just been tough. You know, I think all throughout the day you have emotions of being happy to be out there on the football field. You have emotions of talking about something that has nothing to do with football while we're out there. So um, I think as players and as human beings, we're all figuring out a way to just try to continue to just press on.
0: Next question, Ben Bowen.
1: Hey Devin,
2: thanks a lot for joining us today. Um just curious, did you guys uh discuss canceling practice today? Because I think a few teams around the league are canceling practice. And do you guys have any anything planned to do as a team uh in, in light of recent events?
1: Uh honestly, like I haven't even I, I haven't even thought of any team aspect because like I as an individual, like I haven't been able to come to grips with anything. So like, let alone try to Be a voice to guys and say, what we should or shouldn't do like I don't have that answer. So like I haven't I haven't tried to be the guy in front of anything like I've I've been trying to handle things from an individual standpoint of trying to understand. I've talked to guys separately or just about how I feel and trying to gauge how they feel um, and and trying to make sense. But it's been hard for me individually to even try to say, man, we should do this or we should do that. And I've been in, like I said, I've been involved and I've been a guy that says, like, man, this is important. Like, guys, come on, let's do this. And like right now, like, I don't know if I tell a young rookie like, man, no, we don't need to practice because we need to, and I don't have that answer. I don't know what to tell a young rookie, black, white. I don't I don't care about that. I don't, I don't know what to tell him, what we need to do next as a team to help different black and brown people in communities. That are struggling, whether it's police brutality, whether it's education, whether it's healthcare. Like I don't have those answers to help those people, and I don't want to just do something just to do it because everybody else is doing it. So um, I'm still, I'm still searching within myself for that.
0: I don't see any additional hands raised. If you have a question for Devin, please click the raise hand button.
2: Uh, Devin, just as a follow up, I mean, what what are, what are your plans for the rest of today?
1: Uh, I I don't know I mean I would be interested you know like how do you guys feel like when you guys watch that and you come here and you ask us questions like I know last night I sat there and I, I looked at my kids and only thing I could think about is I'll have to tell my kids what my mom taught me as I became a teenager about how to handle being arrested or I mean being pulled over by a cop how to conduct myself what clothes to wear so that when I went somewhere people would think that I had an education and didn't think that I didn't know how to speak correctly or that I was intimidating or a threat to them like those are the conversations my mom had with me as a young teenager and like I looked at my kids and I was like I'll have to tell my son how to act a certain way so people don't think he's a threat and so that he'll always be able to come home. I have to tell my daughter those same things and like that just broke my heart last night because I know My mom's mom told her that, and I know my grandmother's mother told her that, and dating back hundreds of years, like that has been an ongoing conversation in black households. And I sat there last night and I was like, my kids are three and two. And I was like, I have to try to shield them as long as possible. But eventually, like, I have to have that conversation. And it's just very tiring, like coming and and talking about that. And just like, and it's just like, it's like, whatever, like, we'll move on. You know, the talk will be, I didn't practice today. It'll be me a little bit about this, but like it's just like no one cares. It's just been it's been brutal.
0: I'll open it up for anyone else who has a question. Please um, unmute yourself to ask. Devin, it's Mike Reese again. Um, I heard you talk about just a feeling of hopeless, uh, feeling hopeless um, from your experience. When you felt these type of things with these issues that we're talking about what has helped you get the hope back you know what do you lean on to try to take at least a step in that direction
1: i've just been praying you know I, I, i talked to my mom early this morning i was texting her and just trying to lean on what i know and uh just praying on things getting better praying on uh the the attitude of hope and having faith to just go on knowing that things improve, And it's not up to me to be able to see that, you know, I'm only here to see what's seen, but the unseen things that will happen the things that I don't know is to just lean on that in the future. Um, and I'm working my way towards it. it. It's just taking some time.
2: Hey, Devin, Doug Kite here. Um, do you think there's some undue pressure put on athletes to respond to things like this, like kind of the, the position that we're putting you in, right now talking about everything
1: Uh, definitely and you know I think over generations athletes have taken that and athletes have had a huge voice and change and being a part of that and um, I saw something Draymond Green posted about you know why should athletes stop playing um, and be the only people to stop playing when you know why doesn't some of the top businesses whether it's Apple or something like that. Like, why doesn't their CEO stop going to work? Like, why do we only look for athletes to cancel games and stop going to work? Um, and I read that and I was like, man, like that's another interesting point. Like that makes sense. And um, it's just that feeling of like right now, as an athlete, like almost everything makes sense, but it's just like, is that the answer? Like none of us know that. Um, so like, there's definitely pressure to go out there and do something. Like right now there's pressure for every team that goes out there and practices. Like you should be canceling practices like the theme right now, or when the anthem comes up, you should be taking a knee for the anthem. And it's just like, at the end of all of that, if the goal is to help these different people in different areas, if it's to try to get rid of all the systems that are holding and oppressing uh, oppressing different people, like when we do those things, does that really affect that change? Um, And that's what, you know, I think is the issue right now and something we have to try to find.
2: How how much have you talked to, you know, guys on on other teams? I know that Deron and the Lions made a statement. Do you you try to talk to guys on other teams, or is it just such a hopeless situation right now that, like you said, you're trying to kind of internally figure out what's going on?
1: Yeah, definitely internally, but no, I've I've talked to a couple different people. People have reached out to me. um, So it has been a lot of, like, conversation. I think a lot of it, too, is just, Even before you get to that team aspect is just trying to understand like how guys feel, what they're thinking um, and and trying to come to terms with that. I think it's been a lot of that across the league. I'm sure I'm not the only guy uh, that's been talking to uh, friends and and different guys in different places. So um, there's definitely some of that going on.
0: Hey Devin, I wasn't at
2: practice today, but it, it looks like you were watching from the sideline. Uh, did that have anything to do with current events, or is that separate?
1: No, that was separate. Okay, separate.
2: Devin, Mike Giardi, um, the hopelessness and all the things that you and your brother and others are expressing. You mentioned like you're not sure what to do. Well as you look at big pictures should the should the league step away for a little bit to sort of get a grip on it do you do you want more ownership involvement to to make you guys voices even louder
1: yeah I mean I think I think everything should be on the table as far as solutions but like I don't know um I don't know like is that the answer you know like, even as you think to yourself, like, would it mean more to you to hear owners get involved? Um, I can't answer that. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that will be the change that is needed, you know, for NFL owners to to get more involved. I think it would be awesome. You know, I think if we had that across the league, um, I know here in New England, I've, I've gotten to have plenty of conversations with Mr. Kraft um, about different things. Um, but, like, I don't I don't know, like, would it would it help? people to see, you know, Mr. Kraft jump in, in front of a camera and say how he feels about the things in Wisconsin. Would that would that cure all the things that are going on in our country? Would that, you know, help the different people in Wisconsin walking around with guns? Um, you know, who in my eyes when I watch it, I'm like, damn, that, that's pretty threatening to see someone walking around with a loaded gun. But to the different people, for some people in Wisconsin, that's not threatening at all, you know, so like, how do we change that? You know, how do we? How do we get people to understand the difference of, you know, being a black person and being a white man, a black man and a white man? Like, why can't they be seen as equal walking down the street? And if one has a gun, that could be threatening, you know, but the one that doesn't have a gun, if he's black might be more threatening to someone like, I don't know if having ownership behind us makes that that voice louder. I think we're at a point in our country where we've had the most eyes awareness um, that we might've ever had, you know, especially you talk about 2020 with social media and all the different outlets, um, you know, over the last couple months, like people have been talking about this nonstop. So I don't know. Like, I like, I couldn't, I couldn't give you a straight answer. If, if we all boycott week one, will that, will that solve the problem? Like, I don't know. Cause it doesn't matter if we all come back to play week two. So Um, I I think everything should be on the table. I'm not saying that those aren't solutions. Um, I just think that it's just hard. It's just hard right now. And um, I've got an opportunity to be around a lot of really smart people, and I'll continue to try to lean on them and and always try to brainstorm with a lot of different individuals.
0: Hey, Devin, this is Levin. Um, My question is, is simple. Where does it need to start? Because I've racked my brain and I don't know where it needs to start. I mean, even if you start talking to your kids at a young age, that doesn't mean that other people are not talking to their kids um, for it to change. So where does it need to start that everything can be equal, somewhat equal? Because this is the same thing Bill Russell was fighting for in the 60s. And we're talking 60 years later and we're still fighting for it.
1: Um, One of the interesting things, I've been reading Tony Evans' book uh, called Oneness Embrace. And uh, he talks about all that kind of goes through um, biblical times, the history of the country, and. It always comes back to just humanity uh, of everyone understanding that we're all humans and it's so easy to say that. But when something's been kind of ingrained and taught for so long and systems in place um, that just don't view things like that, if we were, and you've seen that, if we replace different people in different positions and we put a new person in, it just doesn't change anything. So, like, where do you start? Like, I don't know. Like, I have no idea where you start. I know um, for each individual, you have to look within yourself and decide for yourself what you want to do. But, like you just said, Levin, does that solve the issue for if you teach your son one thing, but he goes out in the street and someone has taught their son something totally different? Does that help your son in that situation? I don't know, cause like all you'll care about is that your son comes home and he, he's safe and sound. Or does it help a kid who who grows up in a, a lower income area that he won't get the same education? Like if his mom tells him that, does that help him advance in life? Uh, does that help her advance? Like, no. So um, I definitely think you have to start individually, um, but I'm, I've been starting to question if even if you do that, does that fix all the different systems that are already in place?
2: Hey, Devin, just Doug Kite again, going back to that, that hopelessness. So over the last few days, and we, we saw police shoot a man just because they thought that he might be armed. We've seen a 17-year-old murderer be basically heroized, by, um, or heroized by, by some media outlets. Does it feel like things are almost getting worse to some degree?
1: Um, when you say that right away, I think of the football term that every coach has always said to me, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And I mean, there's probably some aspect of that because the more we get to, the more we see all of these different tragic events happen, you become numb to it. You know, like I'm like everybody else. And that's where I caught myself yesterday or or a couple of days ago and I I see the video. I'm like, well, dang, what did he do? Like, how did this get to the... And it's just like we we leave out the when you turn on that video, like you're watching humans like this isn't a movie. This isn't a video game. You're watching real life. Like you're watching someone get shot in the back seven times. Like this is real. like You're watching a a kid walk around like not some train, but you're watching a 17 year old kid walk around with a deadly rifle. And it's just like it's like a video game and there's people running around and it's what we watch on TV every once in a while. And so like when you just think of just a natural way life goes, like if things don't get better, yeah, they will start to get worse because each time an incident happens, you're like, well, why didn't we learn from the other incident? So in your brain, as those things keep happening, it gets worse and then you become numb to it. And then it just becomes the norm. Um, and that's one of my biggest fears is that, you know, someday this continues to just happen and you know, people get tired of, of yelling from balconies or Or going and making statements or or trying to help, and they just become numb to it and it just becomes normalized.
0: Kevin, thank you for taking the time. Just thanks for taking the time to talk about it today with us. No no problem. Thank you, Devin. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Uh, Devin.